Hello everyone and welcome to Weekend Rental, episode 73. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. My name is Ryan. As always, I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And just Andy. Uh, no Nate today. Scheduling conflict. It happens. We're going to carry on anyway. And um, hey, if you like our content, check out all the other amazing geeky content. Uh, whether it's articles, podcasts, and more, you can find some amazing stuff over at geekade.com. What's your geek? So jumping into this episode, um, there's been some interesting news, a lot of like bits and pieces here relating to the next generation of consoles, the PlayStation five, the Xbox series X. Um, so we might as well just start talking about some of that. Uh, I think the, the shared vision and topic, uh, word of mouth that we're getting between both Microsoft and Sony is that unsurprisingly, uh, chip shortages, things like that are making it difficult to launch a console in 2020. (laughs) So we're being told that uh, systems are going to be scarce uh, at launch. So I guess we were all thinking it now. They're just letting us know. I, yeah, I'm surprised that they're still like, yeah, we're still planning on this year. Cause I mean, (laughs) you think about all the people that are scrounging around for, uh, you know, don't have a week to week paycheck anymore. Right. And they're going to launch their brand new console at, you know, 500 or more. Well, think of all the bloodsuckers now that are going to totally take advantage of this and do the usual oh, launch gosh. week flip. Yeah. It's going to be unbelievable the prices that these things are going to go for online. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's this, going to be strange. It, you know, honestly, this this holiday season could easily just go to the Switch. If the Switch just has a couple bangers, like first party big titles coming out in that fourth quarter or leading into the fourth quarter, it might be the only console you can get or the one you already own that has good games coming out for it because it's not looking good. I mean, Xbox even went so far as to say, expect most of this launch lineup to be delayed. So in addition to console shortages, they're saying, hey, there might not be a lot new to play. I think they've kind of like stuck with Halo Infinite will be available alongside launch, but even that isn't they I think they've said it isn't even a certainty. So I don't know. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Especially at holiday time, why would you half ass your your new launch? Because right. it, it takes the legs out from your old console too. So even if that's available, nobody's gonna buy it because they're gonna be like, well, the new one's out. You know? Right, that's true. You could have totally leaned into like existing gen done some price cuts, done some bundles and just waited until maybe second quarter of 2021. Yeah. Would it have mattered? Cause honestly at this rate, it's looking like that's when most people are going to be able to get their hands on this stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. And if there's nothing to play in that first six months, honestly, there wasn't a lot to play this gen in the first year. And that that's didn't true. have the problems of Corona. So it's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of remasters I remember last time, and Ugh, so many. what are they going to do this time? Remaster it to 4K again? Like, <laughs> right. Well, it's Shadow Colossus Syndrome, right? You just remaster Damn. every four years and yeah. Call it a new At least game. that one was like that one was like a, like a total remake. So. Right. Finally, yeah. But yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. And then Xbox announced they're like 2020. They're calling it Xbox 2020, which is just like a guaranteed monthly trickle of information uh, leading up to 
console launch, which they've been kind of vague on, but it sounds like titles, details about the console. I mean, we know enough, but we really don't know a lot about the games. So I assume no. that's what they're gonna they're shining a light on, probably. Yeah, we should stress we're recording this a day before they're doing a third party showcase, I think. Oh really? On okay. some games tomorrow. I believe. So <laughs> the world will know what those are before we we do here. Okay. So that's gonna be the focus is like third party Xbox Series X stuff? Yep. Okay. Live gameplay, they said. So Ooh. that could be exciting. I mean, I feel like I don't even know what's coming out for Xbox other than Halo Infinite. I mean, really? Have they announced anything? Mm, uh, well, the Assassin's Creed thing. Okay, sure. Yeah. Said it was going to be on there. But yeah, I'd imagine, you know, all the sports and all that stuff will be on there. But really, what is next gen in those? You know, it's just. Right. The grass looks that much better in 2K21 yeah. or whatever. They just announced that golf franchise. <laughs> Yeah, half the time they have to uh, take features out the first time they launch on a new console. That's true. Because they don't have enough time to put all the features in. Or if it's a Switch, you just sell people the game that you made three years ago and then call it a new <laughs> game. It's the Legacy Edition. Right, yeah. yep. Yeah, so it'll be exciting. It'll be it'll be cool to see what's coming out. I feel like in the absence of E3 and everything else, like that's a smart thing to announce and at least get people excited and know where to go to for information. Because it is, it's been really quiet for May. We're seven months away from these new consoles, supposedly, and we know almost nothing. Especially the PS5. Like, they've been so vague, other than the controller, but... Yeah, I looked that up the other day. PS4 was pretty much wholly revealed in February of that year. And here we are in, you know, May, and there's basically nothing. We got a controller. Right. That's about it. Yeah, we don't even know price points yet. Well, which, which sounds like they're struggling with both companies because they yeah. don't know what it's going to cost for these initial runs. My gut is they're going to have to price low and take a loss, but we'll see what they do. Because I think asking for anything over five hundred is still suicide. But especially not this year, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody's got their Trump money. We can all afford <laughs> new consoles, right? Yeah, and I thought the other interesting piece of news kind of coming along with this in next-gen, not that it's solely next-gen focused, um, is that Jeff Keighley announced he's working uh, with Sony, Microsoft, a bunch of publishers and developers for what they're calling Summer Game Fest, uh, which is running May through August, and they'll essentially be doing spotlights on games, uh, have demos, trials, betas available to play. I don't really know how this is going to work. They haven't really given a whole bunch of detail. Um, My thought though is like, it's an interesting concept, but also that's a whole lot of time to try and keep someone's attention for where I think maybe condensing it down to a shorter window would have made more sense. They're going to be, I think streaming it, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, that kind of stuff. It's going to be available, but I don't know, kind of out of nowhere, not surprising given the lack of E3. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's definitely interesting. My question is like, is it going to be pretty neutral, like a you know, like a gaming editorial website, right? Like, or is it going to be very advertising focused? And then, I mean, you can't have a neutral marketing <coughs> platform. No, well, and it's I, just where the money plays at that point. That's an excellent point, and I feel like we're probably treading, given Keeley's love of the Game Awards, it's probably what we're walking into is like 
it's not necessarily going to be unbiased. You're going to have like companies contributing cash to shine a spotlight on what they hope to make a bunch of money off of. So yeah. Yeah. I guess I hadn't considered that. It's probably not for the little guy. Is it? It's probably your triple a titles yeah. coming out for next gen. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I mean, the game awards definitely has a lot, a lot of indie stuff in it as well. Not so much on the, uh, announcements side of it but yeah that's true i mean they had green day though also so stuff to tell <laughs> and bick man or whatever the hell that abomination was two years ago <laughs> oof forgot about that oh what is bick man doing in these hard times nobody's shaving <laughs> he's, he's been collecting unemployment for quite some time now <laughs> corona hit him hard <laughs> uh, uh how do you sell product when you have to stay six feet away i don't know <laughs> Yeah. So it'll be interesting uh, to see what comes of that, I guess. I don't know how interested I am in it, uh, but I'll be certainly interested to see what news comes of it. I mean, hopefully it's some exclusive unveilings and stuff since Keeley seems to be all about that anyway. Um, yeah. So he's got the tie-ins. We could see about anything, really. I can't imagine there's many of them for this year, though. Right. Anymore. You know, it was. At first, it was like, E3 is not happening. What are we going to do with all the big game announcements? It's like, well, there's no big games coming out this year. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's crazy. Who knows what to do? I'm sure they're just scrambling to figure this thing out. Like, okay, we got people ready to go. Let's plan it. Yeah. Because he just kind of bailed on E3, what, two and a half months ago? Not even, probably. So he hasn't had Mm -hmm. a lot of time, probably, to work on this. But No, he's... It's a quick worker. I guess. Huh. And then I guess if we're for talking next gen, we might as well touch on the last piece of news that came up from Sony's camp. Not necessarily news, but a patent leak. Um, it looks like Sony's trying to um, develop and patent some new controllers for their VR in theory that does index tracking, index finger movement and tracking. Um, uh, probably a reaction to Valve's controller that just came out. So in theory, with the upgraded version of PlayStation VR, you would be able to reach out and grab things um, with your individual digits versus just kind of sticking a gun up in the air or slapping things out of the out of the way. I don't know. <laughs> Could be cool. That part would be nice. I'd like them to to actually fix the part where my hand just floats away for a while. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that, that might too. be the first part, but just not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. But. There's definitely some uh, sensitivity that could be adjusted. It it does mean like for me, it intrigues me a little bit because it might mean we get to see uh half-life Alex, assuming the controller could then support it mm-hmm. might get to PlayStation five. Since everyone seems to think, well, it's been divided. I've heard people say it's like, yes, this is clearly the next evolution in VR. And I've heard other people say like, nah, it's still kind of one of those things. So I don't really know. I do want to play it. That's what I know. I wonder if it's just like one of those things where it's just very detailed. Because like Valve is usually like, if you think you can do it, you can do it type thing. I don't know. Yeah. Plus they're always like really good about physics. Like they've always had that nailed down. So. I could see that being fun, especially if I can grab like, you know, a mug with my, 
index fingers, put my pinky up and sip the glass. Do tea time. Yeah. Yeah. I got to make it official. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I hope, I really hope as a PlayStation VR owner, both of us that these new controllers just work with that. Um, so you don't have to necessarily upgrade to the new headset to take advantage of that because I would imagine most of the computing power is happening on the console anyway. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'm fine with that. I would like to to keep the helmet. I'm totally fine with getting rid of the move controllers and getting a better tracking system for the hands though. Yeah, for sure. It's, it leaves something to be desired. There's those, there's those brief moments where you get a night and everything's firing perfectly. And then there's just days where I'm like, why the fuck did I buy this thing? And I just put it down yeah. and I get so pissed. Yeah. Ugh. Especially because uh, it's it, so bad at height. Like with kids, it's so bad at recognizing mm-hmm. height. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my wife have been doing a lot of Beat Saber lately. Oh, really? And uh, kind of getting a little bit competitive in, in scores. And <laughs> when your arm just floats away for like two seconds and you miss five notes, yeah, just kind of kills the whole. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the, frustrating. The game is just not competitive. Then you can't you can't go on scores at that point. So have you heard? Like I just heard recently that Beat Saber on PC, there's like a mod or an add-in that allows you to turn like any song into a Beat Saber track. Oh yeah, they had that before it even launched on PS4, and then everybody was like, "Are you having this in PS4?" And they're like, "We'll see what we can do." So they didn't. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Of course not. Yeah, that would be great. Endless tracks. Yep. Because I don't mind a lot of the music that's in there, but it's also not necessarily the thing I would need to listen to. But I had that for um, Guitar Hero way back in the day. Really? Yeah, you could um, you could burn custom tracks in onto the disc and what? i had like a i had a wii guitar hero and it was like all custom songs and most of them were just awful like the no nobody was good at making their own note paths really so like onto that game disc you burnt yeah. it so you yeah. had to like take the chance of ruining your game to bring this well i the- i had a chip on my wii at that point oh so gotcha was, gotcha yeah I was basically making new images with it. Got to be careful with those chips in your Wii, man. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you want to get salt in them, it stings. <clears throat> uh, I had no idea that was a thing. That's crazy. Yeah. That, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just thinking about that now. That was so much work for basically. <laughs> no reward. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, most of them were like, here's this cool song, but we're going to fuck you over because we're just trying to do. We're kind of we're trying to one up like. To the fire and the flames type thing. Sure, it was like Kaizo Guitar Hero, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see that. <clears throat> so, not that this really ties in what we were talking about, but the whole Beat Saber thing got me thinking. I finally, um, with you know Star Wars Day just having happened, and Disney, um, putting the final movie on Disney Plus, I finally <laughs> got to watch the f- fuck up of the Skywalker or whatever the hell that movie's called. I still haven't gotten to see it. I went in (laughs) with the lowest expectations, just pissed at what has become of this franchise and property. And that is the way to watch this movie. 100%. Oh, I could list like 30 things that piss me off about it right now, but I'll let you watch it and then we can talk. But it's exactly what you'd expect. It leaves you as uninspired and impressed as you were probably thinking it would having seen the last movie 
and sure. solo. And if you put yourself through that, but yeah, oh, they made some bad decisions and leaned into every nostalgia piece they could. And there's porgs, maybe just one scene, but there's porgs, which oh, can't oh. have that. Ugh. I, so, yeah, I can't believe that that thing. It's a numbered Star Wars movie, and it seemed like nobody gave a shit about it. <laughs> no, it was, I mean, I think The Force Awakens, like, everybody, like, got, I got excited. I was like, yeah, this is a retread, but, like, they're hitting the right notes. This is going to be great. And then you get to the second one, you're like, I hated every minute of this. I like some parts of it. But... <sighs> I don't know, man. I I have a hard time with that one. I think... I think I'm stopping at Rogue One. I think Force Awakens and Rogue One is like the last two movies in the Star Wars universe that I'm going to consider canon and everything else is just dead to me. Yeah. Well, and the prequels can go fuck themselves. So (laughs) there's a gap. (laughs) Are we, we're at, there's more bad Star Wars movies than good ones. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you can, I guess you can make the argument for, no, I would still put you, well, yeah, you can make the argument for Force Awakens and Rogue One, and that would get you an even five and five. But then you have to throw in Solo, so then it tips the scales. And I don't know what you do with a Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so oh, bad God. it's good, so that maybe nets it out? I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, it's so sad. Like Star Wars used to be the thing to look forward to, because it happened like once in a decade, and even the, like even as bad as the prequels were, like with the hype around them, I still got into it. The Clone Wars was rough. But I don't know. Disney just drained that property so hard. And I heard that this movie had like a, well, obviously it had a bunch of story problems anyway, and then characters dying. But then I heard that Disney, after the final version was submitted, cut the runtime by another 20 minutes after J.J. Abrams gave him it. Oh, jeez. So I don't know. A lot happens. None of it makes really any sense. And all of it is uninspired. Yeah. Star Wars. I did see they're making one with uh, Tiki Watiti. It's the guy's name. He made the the last Thor movie, which was really good and weird. Yeah, I think he did. He just did uh, Jojo Rabbit, which is like Hitler being your imaginary play friend. Oh, that sounds like fun. That. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's he's a weird guy. But what do they got him working on then? Like a side story? Yeah, it just said a new Star Wars movie. So yeah, who knows. Okay. I can't imagine they're just going to be like new trilogy. <laughs> I don't no, know. No, I mean, just stop. Just stop with the trilogies. Yeah. Like, set stuff in the universe, but trilogies are none. Nobody needs that. Yeah. They made their money back on what they paid George Lucas anyway. So, oh, they for could sure. Stop forever. Just licensing. Geez, you go to Disney or like a Disney store, mm-hmm. Disneyland, it's just like pff, Star Wars up the ass. And it's never the new stuff, it's always like the old, like good original trilogy and I don't know. Mandalorian was good, I guess. And I heard that that Obi-Wan thing might be coming yet. There's been a bunch of turmoil on that, but that could be good if you and McGregor actually stays involved and yeah, you know, stuff. Plus, um, I guess maybe the highlight from this last movie was one of the hobbits is in, uh, the rebellion. So that's cool. Oh, okay. 
has a couple speaking lines. I just couldn't sure. get over that it was one of the hobbits. Pippin? <laughs> Pippin, I think. I don't know. I can't remember Marianne sure. and Pippin. They're, they blur together, but yeah, he's there. That's the thing. The guy from Lost? That guy? Yep. Oh. Stupid Star Wars. <laughs> so what else have you been up to? What have you been playing? What news uh, is out there? Um, I don't know. I haven't been playing a whole lot. I did be play through Journey to the Savage Planet. Okay. What's that about? It's kind of like a... Uh, just an action adventure game. Like you land on somewhere, you explore, you make new upgrades to your thing and you try and get to the top of the tower basically. So it's okay. It's like eight hours. Kind of just like one of those fun adventure, like knock it out yeah. sort of games. Yeah. A couple of weekends ago, I played this, this game called uh seven days to die. Did you play it? Yeah. On our server? Not on our, on on the server yet. I just okay. wanted to jump in and see like how the thing worked and everything. Yeah, what do you think? It's good. Yeah, it's, it's got a lot of fun. It it's got jank, but it's like jank in a good way. Yeah. Like I I got to a point and I didn't know how to get to the next steps, like like the next level of good stuff to make. Yeah. So I was still making wood shit and you know. Yeah, it takes a little while to get some of that. You can. <clears throat> with the traders you can like work your way up and get some like new materials and things but it helps in a group a lot too because like you can spread out your spec changing like i spec towards like um growing and um, cooking usually and then if you got somebody else like justin he'll spec into like weapons and building so things go a lot faster it's a lot harder on your own sure but do you so my problem is like i never got to a trader because okay. i would head toward it and then it'd be like, oh, what's over here? Oh, here's a house. And, <laughs> sure. And then you're like, you're just like completely full of shit. And then like, well, I guess I got to take this back now. Yep. So that's just never got to it. But yeah. They I offer mean, like new recipes and stuff like that. Is that. So you get different materials and like earn a rep or like not rep, but like tokens and stuff to purchase things. Um, they offer you mostly better gear and then incrementally they'll get you like parts that you need for manufacturing that are kind of key. Um, so that kind of is more where that comes into play than anything really. And then you can get experience points to level your guy faster. It's usually good to know where one is so you can get to him. But for the most part, they're pretty plentiful. And by the time you get to the point where you've got transportation, it doesn't really matter. You can just kind of drive around until you find one nearby. Oh, you can make cars and shit. Oh yeah. You can make, oh. well, bicycle is usually the first step. And then there's like a moped which we tend to skip because bicycles work pretty well we go right to motorcycles and then there's a car but then we go right to helicopters after that once you have helicopters like game on it's pretty sweet and the helicopters are as broken and unmanageable as possible so you're like taking your life into your hand every time you take a motorcycle out but yeah man okay yeah that changes everything i'm just sitting there like i played probably like two three hours of it and i'm yeah. Still making wood sticks, you know. Yeah. Things. You, get, you get stuck there for a while. I mean, honestly, like okay. it's probably we're 30 days in on our new game with the two of us. And like we just got to sustainable food and sustainable weapons. And we don't have a horde base yet, which pretty much means like when horde night comes, we're just kind of out in the open. Then we run like hell and like take pot shots and just keep running throughout the night because <laughs> <laughs> we got nothing to defend ourselves. And if you stick at your home base, it gets destroyed. So. 
next up is horde base. Like once you can get food readily available and weapons, and then you can build a horde base that is concrete, you're pretty good. Okay. But yeah, I'd say where you're at is like the tough spot. Like that first probably 20 days, 21 days is, is rough. Do you, do you get, do they come every night too? No. I mean, you'll have more zombies at night, but okay, it's every seventh day. And then on your calendar, like you'll see day, whatever, seven will be in red. And that's when from 10 PM to 4 AM, it's just like all out hell, like tons of them spawn and it's crazy. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to hop in. I just didn't know what, what I was doing. So I didn't want to mess anything up, but yeah, no, for sure. You'll have to jump in. We haven't played in a while. Cause we've been kind of slacking, but we're still early on in the server, but I mean, you can jump in wherever. And then if you want to take advantage of our stuff, you can, otherwise you can just jump in and build, you know, an adjacent town. It doesn't really matter. So sure. The hard part, I guess, is I suppose, is it, it moves the whole days forward, right? It, it does. Only one person in there. Yeah, it does. But we kind of just wing it. You know, like, as long as you got the ability to like run through a horde night and not get killed. I mean, if you can keep moving with the, even a bicycle, you're okay. Sure. It's manageable. Is there any penalty really for dying? Is it just, you get, so it used to be brutal. Uh, it used to be, you would lose like 10% of your total stats down to like 40% or something. So I was always playing on like next to nothing. Cause I would always die, but now yeah. it's just a resurrection bonus or a resurrection penalty where, you get less or no XP up until you, I think you get no XP up until you've earned enough XP to pay off your death. Mm. Um, and then, so that's kind of brutal, especially if it happens right before a horde night, but it's not too bad. Cause you can always just go like mining or farming and you can make up a lot of stuff. So yeah, it's pretty fun. It's, I don't know. It's not a fantastic game, but like, it's just, got the right amount of elements to like be entertaining and you can still be creative like Minecraft and yeah. And then every once in a while the random thing happens where, you know, like a bear spawns on top of your head or your motorcycle gets sucked into the road and you're like, what the fuck do I do now? And <laughs> I, I don't know. I kind of appreciate it. Uh, yeah, well, it's still not even like out, right? It's like, still right. beta. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're ever going to fully release it because <laughs> I guess it's just easier for them to keep it in beta and then continue to, push out content because i think once you publish then there's like fees for that with steam mm. so and then i don't i think i want to say they got back the rights to the console versions finally but they right now don't have the staff to like actually update them so really the pc build is the only one that's okay. actively being worked on so huh. and it's a pretty all right game they're always adding new content that alpha 19 comes out pretty soon and that's going to have like the drones and a couple new zombie types. So that'll be cool. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah. After we um, <clears throat> talked about it briefly last time, I was talking about how that Xbox live upgrade deal I found out was still active, which I didn't realize it was. Um, so I went out and bought three 12 month cards of Xbox gold and loaded them all up. And then yeah, for $1, $1 only. I have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate until May of 2023 now. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's an upfront investment, but for like 180 bucks, I mean, that's three games, right? And I'm getting new content that I can play my PC and on and on my Xbox One, which I just haven't used, but I figured 
I'm not going out and buying games right now, so now is kind of the perfect time. Plus, I'd wanted to try it on Xbox, uh, or I'd wanted to try it on PC anyway, since I'm using that more. And that's been great. I I downloaded Streets of Rage Four. I know you played some of that too. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was day and date, so that's great because I was yeah, gonna buy it on my crazy. Switch. Um, fantastic game. <clears throat> I think that holds up. It, it it's definitely better than I was even expecting it to be. I thought they'd do like an okay job, but it kind of brings beat 'em ups to the modern era almost. Like the visuals are great, simple, but it's challenging. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the same characters. Yeah, I really love uh, some of the pow- the the specials. Where you like, especially the girl, there's a kick that you pound down and enemies like fly up into an air and you almost like juggle them like you do in a fighting game, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. And it's good to see like turkeys and garbage cans and stuff again. Like that's the kind of yeah. stuff that always should exist in beat em ups, to be honest. Yeah. I uh, I haven't gotten very far into it. I, I did get to the end boss playing on normal on the first level and I ran out of lives, which... I was rushing and not really trying to figure it out. So I'm not surprised, <coughs> but I do want to get back in there and probably lower the difficulty and just experience the rest of the game. I heard there's like 12 levels, which is crazy. Jeez. Okay. So. I thought like, I, I think I finished three and I was like, Oh, I better hold on to this. I don't want to finish it all in one night. You yeah. Know? But yeah, I think there's a bunch of unlockable characters and stuff though, too, through each playthrough. So yeah. might be some more depth in there. I think it'd be a really fun couch co-op game or even online. Probably not too bad. Yeah. Um, it's kind of making me realize that I'm going to need to buy more than one controller for my Xbox one. Cause I never <laughs> bothered because back when I played yeah. Xbox one, it was like my call of duty machine. So, um, True. yeah, so I'll probably order one so I can play with my kid. One of them, maybe get a couple and we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then next on game pass, I tried that, uh, totally reliable delivery service. Yeah. That's which is hilarious, but I need to play that with another person. Cause like by yourself, yeah. it's just so frustrating. I kind of gave up gang beast GTA pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I gave up on packages like almost immediately and just started like huffing around and like flying with vehicles and crashing into stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That is very much true. It is. Is it the same people who did gang beast? I don't know, but it's or human fall flat. Yeah. It's like both kind of in there. Yeah. Yeah. I think with a few people online, that would be just fantastic. Yeah. Spent a good, probably 40 minutes with that though. And then, and then I just realized like I wanted to get caught up on Gears of War. So I don't really have an interest in five. I think five with the switch to like the open world segments, and that's not what I want with Gears, but I downloaded and installed Gears four and I'm in probably two, three hours into that. I mean, that is just more Gears of War. I mean, with a new generation. <laughs> so yeah. that's exactly what I want, right? Like I just... You put it in, you shoot a bunch of crap, you sit there, you defend the position, you shoot stuff. It all looks pretty. Like that's what gears is to me. And then I'm done with it. So I don't know. Is that gears tactics? Is that PC game? PC only right now. Yep. On game pass. That's on game. Oh, that's good though. Yeah. I've been meaning to get to that too. I think that'll be one of the first ones I install. Yeah. (laughs) And it sounds like that day Z is coming. Is it to the PC though? Or just the. Maybe it's just console, but that one would be interesting to check out too. Yeah. I know Justin sunk a lot of time into that. Said it was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that was a huge game back then. Is that even an out? Is that one still in beta too? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Uh, wow. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, Game Pass is just it's I mean like Red Dead 2 is coming. Too. Right. Like right there is like immediately your Yeah. your money back almost. It's just Yeah, and I kind of went through and like you can make the argument like there's a lot of meh on there, I guess. Like there's a lot of stuff yeah. that's like well I played these years ago and I'm not going to, but even just like my quick scan, I found like four games. I'm like, oh, I'm going to play through these. Like those three I downloaded. Then I also downloaded uh, Panzer Dragoon Orta because like I, I haven't been able to get that yet for my Xbox. So I'm like, well, yeah. I want to play through that. So I'm going to do that. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's especially for the buck upgrade. I mean, it's it's worth it for the monthly price too. But like considering I pretty much got it for free for three years, it's unbelievable. Yeah. The the real cost is the hardware or the hard drive. <laughs> yes, that's true. But luckily Clearing you can. For everything. Luckily you can just you know delete stuff as you go. Yeah. But I kind of anticipate like the the service carrying me into their next gen because I probably will not buy a Series X, but I'll have a lot of the stuff on PC and that'll just mm-hmm. carry me through until a Series X is like 150 bucks, and then maybe I'll buy one. Well, yeah. not maybe well, I'll, I'll buy one, but. I, did they say Halo Infinite's coming out for for, for uh, one I, Xbox One? I don't know. I think I think so. I think it's still supposed to. I think it's one of those games that's going to be a Series X game that also runs on one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Does that mean like I don't know if Infinite is on PC right away? So that'll yeah, be what point. I'm curious at because I want to play that, but I do not want to buy a console for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah talk about the like the one game that they'll have and they'll just put it out on game pass it's just like wow right yeah i mean it is kind of impressive though how they're willing to just do that i saw like the count though subscriber count for game pass was like 10 million which is shockingly Jeez. high yeah like i would have never guessed given the install base of the xbox one that's that's a big attach rate honestly mm-hmm. I wonder what the numbers are like 60,000 or I mean 60 million. So you got like one in six. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's, that's really good. But like, how do you beat it? You you just can't like, it's almost a necessity. If you want to own an Xbox, you have to have that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's impressive. I don't know how much I'll stick with it on the console, but for sure on the PC, I'll use it as a way to supplement you know although honestly like when you have a pc and like with the stuff epic gives away and like humble bundles here and there it's really hard not to find a bunch of free stuff to play yeah it's kind of crazy the the hard part is epic from what i've noticed it's a lot of like <coughs> those very like oh here's an indie game that you haven't heard of thing type thing you know yeah it's like the, a lot of them are pretty good once you get into it but it's like okay i see what this is a lot of indie games are like, you see what it is right away, and that's the game for four or five hours, you know? Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, it seems like every couple months they'll sprinkle in like a big AAA game. It's maybe not the newest yeah. game, but I don't know. Well, that plus that Christmas, like 12 Days of Christmas or whatever they did, I got so much stuff out of that. <laughs> it's just nuts. And I saw Epic, not Epic, but Ubisoft right now is giving away like three games too. Like you can get... um was it Rayman Legends, one of the Assassin's mm. Creed, maybe Brotherhood or two, okay. and then one other game. 
They're just like straight up free from, you know, have fun, play games, you're home anyway. Man. I haven't Rayman's bothered to download it, great. but like Rayman would be the one to get for sure. Yeah. I just have it on so many platforms already. <laughs> yeah. And I've ever since my son erased our save file on the Wii U, like I've had a hard time going back to it. Mm. I was like right at that end boss. Had everything unlocked. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. Probably one of the best platformers mm-hmm. ever. I'd put it above most Mario games. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why it's they don't good... make any more of those uh like musical like the musical levels on there. Yeah, they're so good. That yeah. first one we play it all the time. We just constantly go back to it. Yeah. Nobody has really pulled that off again. Well, it's weird how they're like so willing to port that to anything and everything, but they're not willing to put the money into a sequel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's true. I, I get that it probably didn't sell the greatest and it's taking them all these iterations <laughs> to like recoup that. That was a Wii a, U exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Well, until it wasn't. Yeah. And then it was like <clears throat> everything. But yeah, it, it deserves a sequel for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see it, <clears throat> especially now that it's skipped a whole generation. I mean, really graphically there's a lot more that it could tie into so yeah when the wii u is your starting point that's not a lot of hardware power you get uh rayman in smash and then people clamor for a new rayman game and is he in smash no oh i was gonna say was he announced or something i don't know about smash anymore with that new fighters pack like announcing they're gonna have an arms character i'm (laughs) Maybe not on board with whatever's (laughs) up next at this point. I felt a slightly burned purchasing the first fighters pack and that's not a good first step for me. That's when you know that somebody like the the people that are making decisions are part of the marketing team and not (laughs) part of. Right. They should make them just like answer all the mean Twitter comments. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, no, you deal with this. You live with your shame. <sighs> Arms. Well. So, in addition to Xbox Game Pass, and like what I've been playing on there, last time, I think, right as we were nearing the ending of the recording, or somewhere in there, you'd mentioned the arcade one-up blowouts at Walmart's for 50 <laughs> bucks, which I hadn't heard anything about. Um, so immediately after we recorded that last episode, I started investigating and had my sister go do some hunting in the small town they live in. And sure enough, uh, between that and some other work I've done on my own, I now own three more arcade one up machines Jeez, off 50 bucks a piece. So I ended up getting Galaga was my most recent one. Um, I got street fighter and then I got the final fight cabinet. So the only one, well, the only other one that I think that was clearance out was the rampage, which I already own. And then the star Wars, which I just found out, um, from our buddy Brandon that they had at the one in Walmart, Walmart in Watertown for 50 bucks, which would have been killer. What? Yeah. He said it was all gone before he got there too, but yeah, I don't know. It was just at that price. How do you say no? The artwork's worth yeah. it alone, you know? Yeah. I thought <sighs> they didn't have a Pac-Man one there either, huh? Um, not, I guess my sister didn't say anything about where she looked. They had a Mortal Kombat, which wasn't on sale. They did not have one at um, Detroit Lakes, which is where I went and got the Galaga. Oh, sure. Pac-Man would be a good one, though. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that one, too. And Asteroids, I think, in some places have been 50. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is 
a lot of those are like the very early runs. So they don't have the guards for the control panel. So you have to order those through limited run or not limited run, but arcade one up separately, but it's, you know, like a $20 cost. So, so yeah, it worked out pretty good. Yeah, Cause I, now I have like my barcade in my garage and then I set up my office in our garage, which is like a fully finished heated garage for anyone that's interesting. Cause while my wife and I are stuck at home and our kids are stuck at home, I needed my own space to work. So now I have this <laughs> pretty killer barcade that is also my office with all these arcade games lined up and it's pretty ideal, especially Galaga. I got to say, like, I wasn't sure about Galaga, but Galaga is the perfect. I need a three minute distraction from work game oh, Okay, yeah, because yeah. it's just one quarter. I can slide right over there. It's like four feet from my desk and I crank out a game reset and I go back and get back to work. And I do that like two, three times a day and it's awesome. I, I, I'm loving it. See, that's perfect use. I always thought like, I think I saw like a Galaga pretty cheap. It was probably the one in Detroit lakes. And I'm like, ah, it's Galaga, you know, like, right. There's no legs on that. But if you're using it in that way, that's yeah. yeah. I I've gotten really sucked into it. It's, I mean, but it's definitely like a five minute game because, and then it's got Galaxian on there, which Galaxian is awful. That is a bad, bad game. I mean, you're never going to play it. Yeah. Not when you have Galaga, I guess. Yeah. But it's been fun. My kids have been liking it. I'm not a street fighter guy, but my kids like playing that one. Um, I got really into 1944 on the final fight cab. That's awesome. That's a great shooter. (coughs) And then just, you know having those available in the house is or on the property, I guess in the garage is just kind of cool. I I have to build risers. I think I'm going to build a rolling riser set for this like new wave. So then I can roll them back behind my bar in the barcade when I'm, cause it it is a garage, like a functional garage space that I'm going to need to park a car into. Um, so I'm going to put it on wheels. It'll be kind of nice. And I don't know. I, I I don't need to go to the local barcade anymore. That's for sure. I got plenty of options. Yeah, nowadays, and I yeah, don't even was... need the Pac-Man because I got Hangley Man. I'm already set. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I was so pissed because like I have that thing that checks all the Walmart things, and every time it says like limited stock, it's usually like it's never there. Ninety percent of the time, it's never there. Yeah. And we were looking that night. I'm like, well, I'm like, this town has it, but it says limited stock. It's probably not there. And then the next day, you're like. Oh, look what I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And we were only looking for the street fighter one. So my sister called yeah. me back and was like, no, they have this other one, like final fight. And I'm like, get it. I'm like, buy it. please." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, it, it's like super exciting to get those. And then once you have them all set up and you realize how much space it takes, you're like, Oh, I made a mistake, but mm, yeah, it'll be cool. I think I'm going to just like start having birthday parties at our house now. We'll just, you know, really do it up with some lights and new speakers mm-hmm. and kids can have their birthday parties in my garage. So you haven't found any then I take it. No, not really. You check Fergus. I didn't really look. Fergus only has like one Marvel cab that they've had at three ninety nine or two ninety nine. Sure. And yeah. uh yeah, that's the only one that they've ever had in stock, I think. So Yeah, and I mean everything in our in my area, my immediate area, like the Fargo Moorhead is not honoring any of those prices. So it seems to be these smaller, like mm-hmm. mid tier small town Walmarts that are just like, no, done. Get rid of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. We'll have to have a, a weekend rental barcade get together once once this all settles down. It'll be fun. Yep. Well, I got a riser for you. Oh yeah. 
I'll have to build my own I, so you I, can I, keep it until you find your own fifty dollars. Oh, no, I need I need it out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture somewhere. There was like a whole end cap at one Walmart and it was like nine dollars and they just had like fifty of them on an end cap <laughs> risers. <laughs> so those are just so they're nice, but they're so overpriced. I mean, you can literally build it from like a six dollar board. Yeah, because I've I've built one already and it was super simple following the you know pattern of the ones that come included. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was my exciting game hunting. You know, risking that's pretty cool. Risking COVID for well, yeah. my sister's life really. I mean, <laughs> hey, I don't want to go into a Walmart, but will you please? <laughs> uh, all these heavy things around, yeah, yeah. And I met my parents to pick him up and then you know my mom was like trying to hug the kids and stuff and i had to be like no you get away get away from my children <laughs> give me those cabinets <laughs> get out of here uh, yeah 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 i saw that they're they announced that they have the star wars sit down one and it's just like you guys are going way too far i think have you seen a picture of an adult man sitting on the sit down one because <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> it is <laughs> It looks awkward and uncomfortable. That's for sure. That's a cool idea, but in theory, I just can't imagine that working for anyone over like 13. (laughs) I'm curious on the pinball, like assuming arcade one up kind of like survives the inevitable financial financial struggles that everyone's going through right now. Mm -hmm. If those pinball tables actually launch, I think I'm down with that because that price point's good. The Midway Bally one comes with 12 or 10 tables. I don't know. No maintenance. You know, as long as it feels close enough, I think I'm okay with that. I'd love an actual pinball table, but I know that I don't have the smarts to fix a lot of that without, you know, diving into that. And I don't know that I want to. We'll see. Yeah. I feel like with pinball, I crave more variety than getting into a actual you know like one game yeah that's a lot of dedicated space for a table yeah for sure yeah i keep looking at that thing on facebook that uh skateboarding sega game have you seen that one no is it the one where you stand on the board yeah that's a bad game that's a really bad game where where are they selling that at uh it's done by wapton i think okay Got the big like fifty inch jumbo screen. And... Yeah, it's got all that stuff. I don't I think he said it doesn't work right, or it turns off after it heats up for a while. And what uh, what is the asking price on that? Ah, uh, you know I don't remember. I think it's fifteen hundred. Oof, that's a little high. Fifteen hundred for doesn't work right is a lot. Yeah, and a lot maybe of times those maybe old... maybe it's a lot less. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of times it comes down to those old TVs too that just they just don't really get fixed very easily anymore like it's tough to get those up and running mm-hmm. just right because i've had some projection ones like that that i just got rid of because yeah same thing you'd be playing for a while and all of a sudden it would just shut off it's like yeah. oh this is annoying so you turn it back on and it shuts off it's dumb yeah that would be cool though well, where would you put <laughs> who, it who, yeah who, who else who has that space yeah that's insane I've never seen that one though. I don't think because oh really, I saw the skiing one and the snowboarding one, but yeah, I played that one in a mall arcade back in I don't even know. I was a teenager, young teenager probably. So it's been a long time. I only saw it once. 
It was, it was one of those games, I think it was like a full buck, too, and it just sucked. It was not <laughs> worth it at all. But that's Sega for you. Yeah. Those late-run arcade games like that were pretty gimmicky. Uh, yeah, well, they hit a bid with Crazy Taxi, and then they thought they could do everything. Yeah. And then they went belly up. Okay, yeah, Top Skater. Maybe I have played that. Okay. Yeah. That's what it's called, yeah. Yeah, I just remember it like... I just remember like flailing and like not being able to control my character or do moves at all, which is frustrating. <laughs> kind of important. So like real, fa- <laughs> real skateboarding. <laughs> right. Oh, there is news. I, I think more rumors now confirmed this week that there is a Tony Hawk coming out next year. There is. Yes. Oh. Several skaters have alluded to it along with several bands who claim to be in the soundtrack. We don't know what it is yet, but it sounds like it's happening. Huh. Which I don't know if we should be excited or afraid. Is that a, is that a, did they say like console or? They didn't say. I'd imagine okay. a console. Yeah. And if they were smart PCs, since, you know, EA is not putting out skates anymore. Mm-hmm. So that could be good. We might see the resurgence of Tony Hawk. At this point, he's like the John Madden of that sport. Like he's just <laughs> geriatric and like, yeah, not really part of the scene, but. I guess he did just get sponsored by Vans, which is weird at this point in his career, but what are you going to do? New game. Huh. How many people from the original will be in that? None. Tony Hawk. Tony Tony Hawk. Hawk. That's it. Rodney Mullen. I feel like you have to put Rodney Mullen in there. Yeah, he's, yeah. Tony Hawk's dipshit kid's gonna be in there. Riley Hawk, for sure. Sure, yeah. That might be it. I guess, was was Danny Way? Or no, it was always Bucky Lassick. Danny Way should be in there. I don't know, yeah, I don't know if Danny Way ever made it in, because they never did, like, the big jumps and all that shit. No. You know? That's true. Yeah, that's, good. that's a good one. Bam Margera's probably going to be in there. He'll be like mm. the fat, unlockable character. <laughs> <laughs> or He's the drunk the you run in front of the street. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. I kind of hope... <clears throat> I kind of hope it's like a whole new developer and publisher and everything. Because it was EA that owned all that, right? Like... Or Activision. Activision, yeah. So it'd be nice if it wasn't Activision. It was like somebody who like might actually breathe blood into it instead of just look at it as a cash grab. But who knows? Because he severed ties with Activision, right? Like they lost the rights. That was it. They're done. Well, the contract's over, yeah. They so could always could make a new anywhere. one, I suppose. But yeah. Yeah. But based on what? Like, oh, you made these three atrocious games for me. Let's try it again. Yeah. I don't think after five, he would put his name on that again. I don't no. know. And ride Maybe. and shred. Those are awful. Stupid yeah. skateboard peripheral thing. Yeah. Huh. Speaking of games, that get like way too many sequels. I heard Ubisoft announced something. Oh yeah. New Assassin's Creed in Viking land. It's intriguing. New yep. setting for them. I, uh, I'm guessing it's probably going to be just the same formula again. Like with origins, they like totally rebooted everything 
and it felt fresh. And I feel like they're just doing the same thing again. They're just getting down to now we're making this game again and again and again in just different different spot. But so they just built a new template and they're just gonna reskin yeah. it. And I never did play Odyssey, but because uh, I played a lot of Origins and it just it was a long game. And then after that, it's like, well, it's the same game. It's just in Greek, you know? Right. I mean, there haven't been a lot of recent games that kind of le- lead into like Viking and like Norse stuff. I mean, I guess you could argue like God of War felt a little bit like that, the new one. But it's a cool setting. I could see that getting some. I guess, well, who made For Honor? Was that Ubisoft too? Yeah. So I guess they've kind of already There's some of that, yeah. leaned into that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely interested. I'm, well, I mean, from Minnesota, so. Vikings, yeah, Vikings are definitely are, uh, it's actually the place that, uh, I grew up was Alexandria, which is, uh, they, they, somebody dug up a stone that said it was from the Vikings and it had Viking language on it way back in the day. And, uh, they've since pretty much said it's a hoax. The oh, farmer really? did it. The farmer did it. Yeah. Uh, but the whole town is staunchly believes that it's true. And this is the first known appearance of the Vikings in North America. <laughs> so yeah. Cause it makes sense. They would pop up in the middle of the landmass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the farmer actually admitted it. No, they never did. They they're still oh, okay. very much so it's but a conspiracy it, thing. Yeah. Basically it's like historians are saying like, well, this, you know, this isn't how they would write this or, you know, say it this way back in the day. Like, sure. The language was right. It just was off a few hundred years or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe you're descended directly from Vikings. This is your game. Maybe. It's you still get, there. You, you can go the there and can go to the museum and see. There's stone. a museum in Alexandria for this? Yeah. It's right by the big Viking statue. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Easy to yeah. find. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's why. Uh, well, it's that's, that's exciting. Are they, did they mention like are they gonna do like the boat play and stuff then too? Like some of the black flag uh, stuff. Yeah, you would think so, right? It would make sense. Know. Yeah, I don't know if they've shown a lot of gameplay on this yet or not, but okay. And that was just kind of like a one-off reveal, right? Like they did like a one-off live stream. Yeah, and yep. it's it's coming right to next gen, also current gen, back gen. Yep, okay. I believe so. Yep. Hopefully, they built it forward and like are rendering it down. Because like those those crossover games where it's like we made it for this gen, but then also made it run slightly better on next, those are always disappointing. Yeah, those weird Call of Duty crossover years too. It was kind of like a letdown. Yeah, yeah. Assassin's Creed was every year they did that. Yeah, there was that one year. Well, yeah, Black Plague and Rogue. They actually did two different games. <laughs> one was on the back. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's strange. Um, on the God, console. How many of those games are there? Oh gosh. Yeah, a lot. 20? Well, cuz I mean there's like <laughs> DS and stuff, right? I mean, yeah, they, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, there's some weird like uh platformers too, like side scrolling platformers for it. Yeah, it's At some point, what do you do? I mean, Vikings is almost the last thing that they can Aliens, <laughs> Assassin's Creed, <laughs> Mars. Well, that's kind of what it is. Anyway. Well, that's true. At I least the flash, first ones. Yeah. Right. The they actually had a story. Yeah. They actually had a story. Now it's just like, who knows? What's going I, on? That story was weird. Yeah. 
I think that was like what made the first one stand out though. was like, Oh, this is bizarre. Like, yeah. <laughs> based on the trailer. I don't know what I'm playing here. It's weird. Yeah. So they don't do any of the, <laughs> like they don't lean into the animus or anything anymore. It's just, uh, no, like in the latest games, what was it? I don't even know if the animus one was really, it wasn't origins. It was a girl, I think. And I don't know what they were doing in it. At one point it was a game company. And like the the animus was a your video game design, basically your console that you got in and got to play around. So it's like a VR. Times. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's a much less complicated way to explain that story, but yeah, it's yeah, just not as interesting. You don't end up fighting the Pope at the end boss <laughs> when you have stories <laughs> like that. Uh, you can fight Mecha Hitler instead, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Huh. <laughs> Yeah. Did you see? So I just saw this on Twitter tonight that um, there was a YouTube video that's been up for eight years. Okay. Of a canceled Prince of Persia game and nobody's noticed. Nobody's, this is the first time anybody's actually like really, really spread it out. Yeah. So like gameplay, like somebody owns a playable copy. I, I don't know, but it was, yeah, it was actually gameplay that they were showing and it, it looked a lot like, what an Assassin's Creed would be. And then I guess that's probably why they never made another one. Cause it's like, right. I feel like it just diverged into that. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of unbelievable. Who discovered that then? I saw it on the Wario 64 Twitter account. Okay. Tonight. So yeah, he posts, <laughs> it's just nuts that some guy uploaded to YouTube and nobody <laughs> ever found it. And well, it's just didn't. like such a sea of like randomness, I suppose. Like, but yeah. Yeah. To exist for that long and not have come forward is crazy. Yeah. Yet you can put up the the script, uh, the story of Last of Us 2, and it goes everywhere in a few hours. Right. Which is too bad. Yeah. But, I mean, not unheard of, I guess. Yeah. It just sucks for people who didn't want to have spoilers, and like now it's just like forced down their throat everywhere. Because it'll be on kind every of. thread and every preview yeah. and review and... I, I've been able to not see any of it, but so far. But. I'm just like weirdly not that excited for that game. I don't know why. Maybe because the anxiety of the first one, but. I feel like I'm going to be disappointed by it, but from what I've seen out of everything so far, it just seems like it was, I don't know. I didn't want another one in the first place, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a weird spot like right now with games that are announced where I'm just like, I have nothing on my radar in the next year that I'm just dying to play, which is bizarre. So I'm just kind of yeah. going back into stuff I missed. Well, nobody's even put anything out there. Like, what's Nintendo doing? They're like, hope you like Animal Crossing for a while, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people are putting out DLC and things like that. So there was like the Mario Mario Maker 2, I guess, got that DLC with the worlds, which I want to explore, but I lent that game out to my brother-in-law <clears throat> before this all started. So I don't know when I'll be getting that back. <laughs> so that'll be a while. And then they did some other like Luigi's Mansion DLC, but yeah, it's really just been kind of quiet. Yeah. And didn't, uh, not Nintendo related, but wasn't there some Mortal Kombat Free DLC coming? Uh, I think it's paid, maybe. I don't know how it works. But yeah, one of the 
They always throw in crazy free characters, or maybe not free, I don't know. Additional. But, yeah. And uh, RoboCop's coming, which I haven't heard that name in a while. I thought yeah. that and property kind of You got that film dead. reboot that nobody watched and just quickly oh, went away. Oh, that's right. Holy shit, I forgot that even existed. Yeah, that was very recent and nobody cared. Yeah, wow. <coughs> yeah. That's a pretty cool one, though. Kind of makes sense for how like gruesome that first one is. <laughs> yeah, it really belongs in the Mortal Kombat universe. Yeah, I hope the fatality is just them shooting a guy like fifty times <laughs> until like, like it's just mush. Yeah, yeah. But then, how do you yeah. kill RoboCop? I suppose they just use the same. It's the same regardless. Yeah, you think some of those fatalities won't work for a man who's robotic, though? But I don't know. That's true. Yeah. Is there anybody else? Uh. Probably some actual people from that lore that sure. I'm not aware of, but I think Shang Tsung came out last time. I don't think that's his time, but yeah. That'll make a bunch of like eighties kids happy though. Yeah. You know, it's a pretty pretty cool franchise to see dust off. Probably really cheap too, so <laughs> Yeah. I saw it's like twenty bucks on the Switch now, which is crazy. Really? Yeah. Wow, it is cheap. Which is probably not the <laughs> the version to get, but no, I heard it was surprisingly good though, all things considered. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I, I do remember one thing. Did you see the the Super Mario sixty four that they've they've somehow managed to reverse engineer the source code just by I suppose guessing and seeing how things work and just like trying to approximate it themselves. Okay. And uh, they've ported it to PC. So, so it looks really Mario's... good and there's no fog? Yeah, you have Mario 64 on PC. It's widescreen. It's like every. It's just like nuts. It's the game. But modded up to modern standards. And free, I would imagine, if you know where to get it. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> <clears throat> Until it's imagine. gone? Yeah. Until... Uh -huh. <laughs> It's always like this thing, that Metroid thing, like, oh, we made a fan-made Metroid 2, and then Nintendo's like, hey, we're making Metroid 2 game right here for 3DS. That's and kind now, of impressive. Yeah, this year they're talking about doing the, Super, the remade Super Mario 64, right? Ugh, yeah. I hope not. Well, I'm probably not the one to get excited about a better port of Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, but <clears throat> it's always interesting to see people pull stuff like that off. Yep. And it kind of makes you wonder if they can do that. What can they do with other games? Like, can you then take that and re-engineer some other stuff? Well, Not that there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. All those crazy hacks that are coming out that somebody hacked Nintendo, you know? Yeah. And they're getting, I mean, basically the Wii source code is out there. So like you could, you could make your own Wii at this point. But you can get and, it for $10. So. Yeah, true. But like, think of the stuff that you could do, you know? Just by like adding a couple lines and making your own basically bio system or OS system for your Wii. People will probably have some fun with that. That's already like a pretty good focal hub for homebrew and emulation anyway. Yeah. So there'll probably be some interesting stuff that rolls out. Yeah. I mean, there was probably plenty of people that were making their own Guitar Hero things and they kept going. And never stopped so these are the people <laughs> that's the people that can do that yeah it'll be interesting to see what comes of that then i saw not that 
it's not uh, kind of along the same lines, not emulation so much, but um, that Terra Onion has that new chip that's coming out. Not chip, but um, I don't know, board that's going to work with um, Sega Saturn and Dreamcast. And it's oh, a solderless solution to then drop in your optical drive and do memory and ISOs and stuff. You can do, I think it'll do an SSD. It will do a micro USB and it'll also do just straight USB. But supposedly the one board works for both units and will recognize and load into depending on which console you've hooked it into. Uh, and then it's got ports that work for all versions of the hardware. So the different revisions of the Saturn and the different revisions of the Dreamcast, like it's all accounted for. So, oh, wow. And like pretty, I mean, a lot of that stuff at that level requires a good amount of soldering and knowledge, but if you don't have to do that, that's pretty attractive to like the lazy retro enthusiast. And I think they want, I want to say it's like 200 bucks. Man. I can't so remember does it called. just like pop on a chip or you still have to open it up? Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 You got to open up the console and remove a few screws. And then it's basically just a board that seats in where the optical drive would be. Yeah. So I don't know. It's pretty amazing. And it'll do like region, all regions. It'll, you know, you don't need your action replays and that kind of stuff. It'll just work. So I don't know about the Dreamcast. I don't think that entices me too much, but the ability to put that in a Saturn and get a lot of those, because uh, let's be realistic. Like six good Saturn games are going to cost you that much, if not more. Yeah. So I don't know if you, if you don't care about having the original media anymore and the Saturn optical drives fail quite a bit anyway. Yeah. It's an, it's an attractive package. You can pre-order it right now. I don't know that I'm going to pick one up, but I'm certainly going to keep an eye on it. But think of like the, how quiet your Dreamcast could be compared to most of them where they're like, when they're loading, you know? Yeah. But half of it is that fan too. That like blood curdling, like constant (laughs) fan sound. Like you're not going to get rid of that. (laughs) Yeah. That is one of the loudest consoles ever. I remember like I had mine in college. I bought it when they did the fire sale after they discontinued them. And I had it hooked up in my girlfriend's dorm room at the time. And her roommate was there like trying to study. She's like, what is that? What is that noise? And just like kept freaking out. I'm like, it's this thing. Sorry. <laughs> Put in some earbuds. I don't know what to tell you. I always remember like playing skies of Arcadia, which is like a RPG with, you know, random encounters battles. Yep. And you could hear the loading before the, the, the encounter happened, so you were like, "Oh, something's happening! It's gonna happen!" <laughs> so you're trying, you know, trying to avoid it, get to a door or something to get to a different loading screen before that happened. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah, not the quietest console, that's for sure. No, I just wonder. Like, I I didn't see anything on their website, but like, I wonder how interchangeable that is. Like, could you just have both your consoles sitting there and just like flop it over? And is it that simple? Would would you run a risk? I don't know. Yeah. But huh. it's cool. I, I I might get that for the Saturn. Like that's probably the best solution for a console that you can't really emulate all that well. Unless the Polymega can do it fantastic, but I think isn't that mm. thing like seven hundred dollars now? So probably not. Yeah, with all worth that, it. yeah. Yeah. And all the Japanese mm. shooters and just being able to get those ISOs and throw them on there would be pretty sweet. 
Yeah, because I think even like Mister and all that, they're not really getting into Saturn shit yet. Yeah, yeah, not so much. I, I mean, it'll get there for sure. I, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah, that thing is kind of taking the world by storm, hasn't it? Like, I feel like every other like retro video or form thing I see or tweet is on Mister. Like, what? How did this get so popular? Yeah. What does it cost anyway? Like for the base? Cause you have to like assemble some stuff, right? Like you have to do add-ins and yeah, that's, that's the hard part because it's like, well, this, if you want to get in this console, you need this piece and this memory upgrade and yeah. all that. Plus you, you got to put all the com- components together yourself and I'm so sure compile it and a project. It it's not just yeah. as easy as a retro pie or anything. No. Yeah, probably not. I wonder what the market is for this stuff. Like, I feel like the retro and collecting craze and like availability and ease for other methods for like casual people is just getting so accessible that I, I don't know. I wonder what these boutique items are going to look like in five years. Like, <laughs> will there still be people doing this beyond yeah. like your main hubs or like your Atari ages where like everything lives and breathes in like a form setting and of hardcore dedicated people. Yeah. Well, not even that, that thing got destroyed too. Did it? <laughs> yeah. Somebody bought all of the Nintendo age and all those guys and turned it into something else. Dang it. I think it's still forms and stuff, but I don't, I don't think it's the same. Oh, so, so this kind of reminds me, um, being where Geekade hosted, um, so the Stone Age Gamer podcast, I got, I got my Nintendo Force magazine right, um, on Saturday, <laughs> and I open the front page and there's like this congratulations promotion, like welcome Chris Randazzo, he's uh one of the he's the one of the two hosts of Stone Age Gamer podcast. They were like, he's become a full-time, you know, contributor to the magazine. And they were kind of doing a brief history on what he's done and like shouted out all of the stuff he's worked on for Geekade. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'll just, you know, send him a tweet thing, you know, to Nintendo Force and like, congratulations. Cause like, I, I guess we loosely associated being we're on the platform. Like, not that he knows who we are or listens to our podcast or anything. And then. 10 minutes later, your reply is like, what? I'm shocked. I, I haven't got my physical print. I had no idea this was in there. So I was like, <laughs> oh, did I just like ruin that surprise? I feel kind of oh, like no. an asshole. Oh, so no. I don't know if anyone from the Stone Age Gamer podcast listens to this, but if so, Chris, I am sorry for <laughs> spoiling, spoiling the surprise in your inbox uh, or your mailbox, oh, but uh, still congratulations. awesome. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. That's very cool. That is a great magazine. Highly recommend anyone go out to their Patreon and just subscribe. Like it's four ninety nine per issue. They put it out every That's two months. Bad. No. And you just pay per issue and uh really good quality stuff. And they do nods back to the original Nintendo power and retro games. And it's, it's really well done for a print magazine. I like yep. it. I like it a lot. Plus it comes with a poster double-sided. Oh yeah. Yeah. Trading cards. No trading cards. No trading cards. Sadly. Oh. Maybe if they have a five ninety nine tier, we can get trading cards. Yep. As long as they're like perforated cardboard ones. Preferably, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. So you gotta just fold them really good before you tear them, kids, because you <laughs> yep. don't want to wreck your cards. It's tragic. Yep. Tragic. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Huh. Anything else happen? We're talking about. You know, I don't think so. I'm just glad that of, I've played a game in between a recording because I feel like the last three we've done, I'm just like I played nothing. So <laughs> yeah, I played games this time. Good for me. Well, yeah, that's kind of what Game Pass is. It's like anything you just download and you pop in and play a little bit. Yep. Yeah, it'll be a good addition. Plus, when some other people are on there and I can actually do some multiplayer stuff too, it's. I feel like my friends list is dead on there though because it's been probably three years since I've used my Xbox one, like on a daily or weekly basis. So I don't know who <laughs> any of the people are on my friends list anymore, which is kind of crazy because <laughs> I have 20 of them. <clears throat> so it's interesting. We'll have to, <clears throat> we should get like a group together and do the human fall or the <clears throat> delivery service one. I think mm-hmm. that'd be a fun podcast one. Get Nate to download it too. And Justin and cause I think it's four people. So it'd be perfect. Yeah. We, We've been trying to get to the blimp and it seems like it's nearly impossible. <coughs> what can you do local co-op? Can you do all four? I think so. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I've only done two though. It shows four spots, but I don't know how that would, is it just force four up Quad. on the yeah, screen? So just yeah. divide it. I'll have to get some more controllers mm. and then jump in and try some of that too. Cause my kids would probably love some of that stuff. Yeah. My kids just play tag the whole time. <laughs> Do you play tag or do you just like grab someone's ass and never let go and then like drink <laughs> and get drug around? Yeah. <laughs> Throw them in the cannon and shoot them. And yeah. Ooh, so good. Those, my favorite is like the potholes. And like when you realize you've hit one because you didn't avoid it and then you can still manage to catch the package as it falls back into your truck. It's yeah. like the greatest feeling ever. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know why like that formula just never ceases to get old like game with exaggerated wonky physics and bad controls. is just like the perfect, perfect time waster. Yep. Plus it's yeah, nice when they give you lots of stuff to screw around with like they do in that game. Yeah. Your, but your body never looks normal either. Like the way you're trying to do something, it just, it's always deformed or yep. you're holding it backwards or yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's got a little bit of like gelatinous to your character too, where things just kind of stretch on naturally and you're not sure about that. Plus when that, that opening character, I don't know if they give you a choice, but like mine had like a weird porn stash, which I found unsettling. <laughs> yeah. So yep. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. We'll have to, we'll have to do that soon. Yep. Be fun. I realized we made an error without Nate and we didn't decide who takes us out. So oh, no. you want to flip a coin or do you just, you want to go for it? Have you, have you, oh, are you prepared? Boy. Can you do it? <clears throat> Can you channel so. your inner Nate? I think so. Okay. Let's try this. All right. Well, guys, it's time to close the podcast and, uh, we'd love to hear your questions. Any pictures you have, anything like that. You can send it to weekend rental podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, of course, find all of our content, including this podcast, on uh, geekade.com. And uh, I think that's just about it. So uh, be kind. Rewind. Trash can turkey. (laughs) Shit, it's hard to come up with one when you have to do the outro. (laughs) (laughs) That's your out. It's fine. Yep. You get a mulligan. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>